this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Yoshi, first touchdown. How did that one look? Because I went back and watched that highlight a few times just with the way Joe had time. Yoshi was getting open. It just was, it looked beautiful. It looked, it looked just for Yoshi out there. It looked like that play was just for Yoshi. It was literally the right side doesn't run a route at the start of it, thinking that it was just going to be the easy touchdown. But the Seahawks actually take away the concept at the start, and they really jammed the crap out of him. I think that's what got flagged for the defensive holding. But, um, yeah, he doesn't get open on the initial concept because he gets jammed and knocked off his spot. They do a great job of blocking. And Burrow starts moving to his left. Yoshi starts the scramble drill to his left. And then instead of uh, – just running across the back line because to me that like you're not helping yourself as a wide receiver doing that because there's a six foot four corner that's sitting there. Now you're trying to figure out how you get the the ball trajectory to go over him and whatever else he cuts in front of that corner and beats him to the front pylon. And that makes you easy. You're making it easy and making yourself uh more available to the quarterback when you do that and gives him an easy throw to make there instead. I thought that was kind of like a vet move from a rookie guy who like a lot of rookies just run across the back line and think like, I'm going to sneak behind the corner. He won't see me. Uh, Instead. He said, it doesn't matter if he sees me or not, I'm going to beat him to that spot and then I'll catch the ball. And that's what happened. And really cool. I I love seeing him run uh, a scramble drill there. It felt kind of smart. Princeton guy, maybe that's why, but uh, for a rookie player, that was like a vet move to pull out and use. When you watch him, uh, you can even go back to the Arizona game. You know, we talked about what we thought would be his first catch. It looked like he was in, um, and then he had his first catch in the Arizona game. Then he gets his first touchdown a week later. Do you see them utilizing Yoshi more and what they can do with him as, as one of the weapons, because it's kind of crazy. If we go back to training camp, you remember those conversations from the outside of people thinking, is Yoshi going to be a practice squad player? Is Yoshi going to be, what are, where are they going to put Yoshi? I mean, no, we never thought that we thought he'd be on the active roster. And that was a really good decision by Cincinnati. And obviously to get him in the sixth round, they had a lot of interest in him. He was here for a two day visit uh, before the NFL draft. And uh, it seems like he could be someone who they utilize more with this offense? Yeah, it's just tough. I I mean, I don't see him really stealing very many snaps from the starting three guys. He is kind of in the Stanley Morgan role, which is interesting, where when they go heavy and just one wide receiver, it's him. Or when they really want a blocking wide receiver, they bring him onto the field. So that's kind of cool. Uh, And I think they'll use him right now while T is hurt and just give him some breathers. But unless there's an injury, I, I feel like his role is kind of, said as not very not too many snaps in this i don't think they're going to throw him out there and say like yeah t's not cutting it let's let's use yossi Vosh. i think that's kind of pie in the sky thinking oh, there. No. i don't I, don't, I wouldn't think of it like that because obviously having yeah. t on the field is your best option even a t who's dealing with a rib injury right now but i still think that there there's a way to involve yoshi with this offense i mean yeah, there's some steps here and there, and I mean, they have dabbled in some 10 personnel stuff, especially uh, when it's a like third and long situation. So you can get them onto the field, um, similar to how they're getting Irwin onto the field as well. But to me, the main use is if a wide receiver goes out, he has a lot of juice to be the backup and come in there and take some snaps. 
Yeah, we'll see what uh, happens after the bye. Listening to Brian Callahan, did you? He's he's one of those guys. We've said it before. He's very honest in his interviews. He sounded pretty angry in his uh, going into bye week of how he's feeling about this offense. Did you have any takeaways with that? Just feels frustrated, and it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it comes down to the quarterback play, but it felt like in this game in the second half, nobody really played particularly well outside of Jamar Chase, and even Jamar Chase. You could argue, you know, he had the interception that he he and Burrow weren't on the same page. He had the ball down the left sideline that he didn't read as a go ball. Uh, and also maybe he could have held on to that ball through Witherspoon making the contact. But that was a short completion. I don't know. Like, I guess you could even point to, like, Jamar Chase was really good, and maybe he could have even been better. So yeah. everybody could have been better for the most part in the second half of this game. But when you come look at the good side of everything, I mean, there's some interesting stuff they did. They, they're really efficient early on in this game. There's reason to believe that this offense is mostly no, – oh, sorry, I should say there's reason to believe that there is hope for this offense in the next couple of weeks rather than just thinking, oh, man, it didn't feel to me like the Rams game. The Rams game felt like a slog for this offense. This one, the offense felt wide open early on, and it just kind of malfunctioned in the second half. Do you, I thought about that earlier. Do you think that was the biggest thing is we saw that Arizona game, and it felt like, oh, this offense is going to be just fine. And then you see that first series in this game. They score two touchdowns, and you're like, ah, eh, just a just a bad – pretty much all all around second half for this offense and you kind of just you move on from it but I, I agree I feel better than I did after the Rams game yeah just because you did see him move the ball and it looked like stuff that they normally do they look like the Bengals of the past couple of years on those first couple of drives and even on the third drive they were moving a little bit just the second half just complete failure and they fell apart and obviously that can't happen against the 49ers and the bills and those teams. But at the same time, the Rams game never felt like the offense got its footing under itself. Like it seemed like a disaster, like the entire game. And I remember the first half Burrow wasn't even throwing the ball 10 yards downfield. Uh, this, it didn't feel like Burrow was that limited. It didn't feel like the offense had no hope. It felt more like, just guys weren't executing at a level that they needed to. And the quarterback wasn't playing up to the level that you're expecting. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, listening to Joe Burrow and his post game on CBS, listening to him with the media, you would have thought that they had lost this game, but he, but he said it best. You'll never apologize for a win. It's hard to win in the NFL. You take this win. It's a tight race in the AFC right now. There's a lot of three and three teams. Um, you have your four and twos. And then uh, obviously the Chargers dropped one to Dallas. So that kind of helps Cincinnati too. If it's kind of a uh, looking at the standings, the second half of the season type of way for, for this team right now, and especially in the AFC North. 